welcome to Holy Trinity Catholic Church from Beaverton, Oregon. Good morning. Happy to be with you, as Father Han said, as our, for our early Mass today. By the way, if you see me backing up and all of a sudden I catch on fire, that's not meant to be a special effect, so please <laughs> let me know, okay? Good. One of the things that I really, really, really enjoy as a priest is the fact that there's so much variety in every day there's often surprises that could never have been foreseen. I want to tell you a little story that happened here not too long ago that I just found really inspiring. Uh, just, it needs to be shared. So we got a phone call out of the blue from a medical intern from a hospital in Los Angeles. And she had called because she had had a patient who was an indigent, a street person, who had come in unconscious, and all they had was a name, and she was trying to find next of kin because he was very, very ill. Uh, and probably wasn't going to make it. And so she did an online search just with the last name and saw an obituary that had a death notice and the funeral was here at Holy Trinity in a couple weeks earlier. So she called just to see if by chance there was a connection there. And there was. Um, so I was able to call the surviving spouse. They had been estranged from their son for 30 years. Didn't know if he was even alive anymore. And it was because of that effort that the medical intern took to try to find next of kin that they were able to reconnect uh, before he died. Isn't that a cool story? You know, going the extra mile like that? Wow. So this weekend I'm talking about reaching out to the lost. For those of you who have been reading the book that we've been using during Lent, uh, The Prodigal God, one of the things that Timothy Keller, the author, talks about that really struck home for me. <clears throat> he was commenting that in the 15th chapter of Luke, which is where the parable of the prodigal son is found, that's actually the third parable that's in that same chapter, and they're all in sequence. Um, the first one you probably remember, the hundred sheep, and one of them strays, and the shepherd goes after it until he finds it. The second one is the woman who loses one of her 10 coins and does this exhaustive search and finally finds it. And then we have the story of the prodigal son, and in that story, the younger son goes off, gets lost, so to speak, and notably, no one went after him. And that was the point that Jesus was making in that story. And remember that these parables were addressed to the Pharisees, to those who were concerned and upset because Jesus was associating with those who had wandered, the people who were notoriously not religious, in his own time. So a very clear message there in all of that. And what the author of this book brings out is that although the older son didn't go out, even though that was his responsibility in the Middle Eastern culture, Jesus is now our true elder brother who does go out and seek the lost at huge personal expense and sacrifice, as we know, all the way to crucifixion. Jesus is our elder brother who cares that much about each one of us. Our gospel today was John 3.16, surely the most quoted passage in all of the Bible. For God so loved the world 
that he sent his only son, that whoever believes in him will not perish, but will have eternal life. That's our elder brother going after the lost, which includes us. And as our reading from Ephesians said so clearly, this is pure gift, nothing that we can earn, nothing we can deserve, offered to each one of us and to every person in the world. And the extension of all of this is that we are the body of Christ through baptism. So we too then are invited and challenged to be reaching out to the lost wherever those lost are found. So let me just talk about that briefly and give you a couple of little stories about that. When we're talking about reaching out to the lost, we're talking about building relationships. We're not talking about some kind of piety. We're not talking about moralizing with people or shaking a finger at someone because they're lost, but just building relationship and kindness, which opens the door for everything else. So two stories. In my neighborhood, I'm about four blocks over here, I'm surrounded on multiple sides in the neighborhood with non-practicing Catholics who know that I'm a priest because I'm walking back and forth with my collar on. Um, one of them I have just been particularly thoughtful of, I guess, and I'm going out of my way to pray for him daily and to look for opportunities to talk with him. So sometimes when I'm going home, I just want to go home, you know? You know? Um, but if he's out in the yard, I will stop if, it's, if he is out there. Just to build relationship. I'm not preaching at him. Never once have I preached at him. We've had some pretty good conversations a few times, but mostly it's just kindness, and it's just thoughtfulness and interest. That's going after the lost people. As simple and as organic as that is, that opens the doors. We, can't, we can never be very effective if there's not a relationship already there. So it has to start that way. All right, second story. And I admit this one has some self-interest in it, but it's, it's true, um, and it's a little bit funny. So my property in Scapoos is out in the country, and the nearest house is a ways away, um, and it's a rental, and there's a family in there, blended family of some sort, but they have a teenage son with a very noisy car. I mean really noisy. So to where when I'm up in my house, which as I say is quite a ways away, inside with the windows closed, I cannot talk on the phone when he's revving up his car. It's that loud. All right, so it bugs the heck out of me, you know. Um, but about a month ago, I thought, you know, God has me here for a reason, right? And I'd never met this boy before, um, never introduced myself, and thought maybe this is the time to do it. So I went down the next time I heard him down there with his car, which was easy to know. Um, <laughs> and I just introduced myself, and he introduced himself, and we started talking about his car. And he went on and on. We probably had a 45-minute conversation about his car and the new carpet he'd put in the back and how he'd souped up the engine and what he was going to do next. It was really, it was fun. Um, and part of the connection, I'd had a car like that some years back. Not that noisy, I might add. Um, but it was, just, it was just relationship building, you know? I didn't go down there and say, you got to find a way of making that. I mean, you know how that would have gone, you know? But I opened the door. The guy doesn't have a dad in, in the picture. Um, and I thought, maybe I can be some part of his life on this. So we talked for a while, and at the end of the conversation, it, it was an easy, natural opening to say, it's really noisy too, isn't it, Justin? And he said, yeah, I know it. 
And I said, how about you don't rev it so much when it's in the driveway? It's, it's kind of annoying up above. And he said, okay. Um, and you know, for a whole month he hasn't. Win-win <laughs> situation. Uh, and I've talked to him several times since then. Um, and we have some kind of a relationship. It's the beginning of a door being opened, just through thoughtfulness, relationship, kindness, something like that. <laughs> I'm going to burn up here if I'm not careful. So this is what I'd like to suggest we all do. Think about people in your own life who have maybe wandered, people who are lost in some way or other. Let the Holy Spirit guide you to one person especially that kind of comes into mind and say, oh yeah. And this is kind of my vision, folks. My vision is, think of all the people at Holy Trinity, including those watching from the parking lot today and at home. We have people spread out beyond Washington County now who are watching us online. Think about all the people from Beaverton Foursquare, from Village Baptist, from St. Andrew Lutheran, from all these different denominations. And think if we were each to be spreading out those waves of kindness and thoughtfulness, kind of look at that from up above, you know, like it was light being spread out, and see all those pockets of warmth in this world, of relationship. And don't you think that's how we go after the lost? And that's how we join with Jesus in drawing those in who have wandered. Sometimes it's not easy, oftentimes it's messy, but I'm convinced it always starts with basic friendship and relationship. So let the Holy Spirit prompt you. Think of one person. Pray for them at this Mass, and then look for opportunities to build relationship and to see how God wishes to use each one of us to bring kindness, thoughtfulness, and faith into our world. Thank you for joining us. You can learn more on our parish website at h t Org. We hope that you will subscribe to our YouTube channel or try and join us for Mass if you're local. Again, all the information will be on h-t.org.